0: right all right all right howdy 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 and welcome to one-on-one with jasper cole this is your host mr jasper cole coming to you live from palm springs california where it is a breezy cool 108 degrees in the shade but as they say you know it's a dry heat right and so is a sauna and you don't live in one anyway listen we're not complaining all i can say is For the few people who think that uh, the heat possibly kills the coronavirus, this is one time I'm going to hope and pray that they're right, because um, it's actually very early in the year to have this kind of heat. Normally, we we save this kind of heat for much later uh, in the summer. But um, you know what? Can't complain. If we're going to be quarantined, it's it's been a blessing to be here in this beautiful city, uh, a small town with not a lot of people we've been blessed with very few cases um in general and certainly a low number of deaths of course any death is horrific and our you know hearts and prayers everything goes out to the families and to all of those who have actually recovered and are getting their strength back we send you all the best for that as well so I wanted to remind everyone, if you could, please follow us on social media. I'm at um, Jasper Cole Says, S-A-Y-S, on Twitter and Instagram, and also Facebook is Jasper Cole. Um, there's a one-on-one with Jasper Cole page, and there's also jaspercole.com. You can go there, and we have a link to uh, one-on-one with Jasper Cole, and you can follow us all there. But again, since it's Thursday, I cannot waste another minute without introducing my fabulous co-host, Mr. Ralph Cole, Jr.
2: Hello, Jasper. Hello, planet Earth. <laughs> A sultry good afternoon to all.
0: And what is the temperature in Los Angeles?
2: Um, I do it's very warm. I don't know the actual number, maybe around 80 degrees, but it's a lovely warm day. And to your point, if the heat can kill the virus, then so be it. I'm going to
0: strip down naked and forget, I'm going to, you're going to find me just walking through downtown Palm Springs with, with my mask gloves and nothing else. Because just that? go ahead and. Penetrate, oh, I shouldn't say penetrate, just go ahead and <laughs> absorb <laughs> go ahead this. and absorb it well, didn't our president said that you know along with disinfectant, you could also uh put you know just have ultraviolet light go into your system, so he might be onto something there, who knows right?
2: Well, I think the bigger point here is you walking naked through Palm Springs. I think that's something we actually need to address. Oh, okay. Well, because you know, in in Manhattan back in the day, you know, they used to have the naked cowboy. He was that guy with the guitar in Times Square, right? Yes. Yeah, so maybe you could bring that you because, you know, you do have a cowboy um in your repertoire and um I <laughs> believe you do still have a plan a f a plaid flannel shirt and a cowboy hat. <laughs> so if you could get that out again and put on some chaps um with oh. a mask. Well wasn't yeah. he a singing
0: cowboy with the guitar yes. also? Well
2: you sing shit. You are no song <laughs> Yes, I can. Something.
0: I can sing. I can't sing on key, on tune, or in any particular key. No
2: one asks you to, darling. You that's sing right. the Body Electric. Okay, it's your show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I have to also let me just
0: also tell everyone listening. First of all, thank you for bothering to listen. But also, you know, since I don't have my producer uh, and I'm sort of running everything uh, last week with our beautiful guest Tamara Braun. You guys were so amazing to call in. We had over 150 calls waiting, but it sort of crashed the the board. And because my poor, pathetic, technical, you know, in, incompetent self was running the board, we weren't able to get to any calls. And I can't promise we'll be able to do that tonight. But I want to, I guess, go ahead and give that warning up front, just in case it all goes to shit. But um, because we're, you know, our very special guest tonight is the award-winning, actor, writer, producer, Mr. Sean Kanan, and I'm assuming, I'm anticipating, <clears throat> all of his fans are going to want to call and, and check in. But if you, if you do want to make that attempt, <laughs> you can call <laughs> 516-531-9534. And, uh, and you know, Ralph, we can talk with Sean, but do you realize that we have a connection to Sean going back to uh, U, uh, UBN Radio? Back over yes. at Sunset Gower.
2: Yes, I saw that he had Kanan's rules. And um, so I thought, yeah. So we are uh, companions once again. And he and I share the Acme dream role, I believe. That's as well. right. That's right. You know, you know, several of our guests have done that show. So, yeah, we're all in good company.
0: Well, you know what you find is, and what we find too, the, the acting world is such a small community, and it you we're all sort of six degrees of somebody one way or the other. But what's amazing about Sean's career is, we'll get into is, you know he's he's been able to be on three different network soaps, and has I don't know if he's created all the parts or if he replaced people. We can find out, but if certainly. People know him as A.J. Quartermain on General Hospital, Deacon Sharp on Young and the Restless and the Bold and Beautiful. But this new series that he's coming on to talk about, Studio City, um, I had the pleasure of binging all six episodes. And I believe you watched the episodes today as well, Ralph. Uh,
2: As did I. Yes, absolutely. I have so much to say to Sean about it.
0: I know. I was so blown away. We're going to talk about that. You know, I'm a little bit even more excited because I produce, I co-produced a series called Bronx SIU for Amazon UMC and the whole digital prime family. Um, we all support each other. And next week the daytime Emmy nominations come out. Um, and we're all fingers crossed that we all get nominated. It would be so cool to be in the category Bronx SIU and studio city together and all of our actors and, uh, We've all been pre nominated. So listen, I'm just we're just blessed to all be in the same family of shows, you know, in the digital category.
2: Exactly, Jasper. And to that point, there is such a plethora of media to watch that you guys are recognized is a real standout. Because just an even Doing the, the, the due diligence of, okay, I am now going to watch Studio City. You are still bombarded with other shows. And right. do you want to click on here? Do you want to click on there? You know, what is going to hold you? And I am so happy to say Studio City held me. That's why I'm excited to have this guest. It's exciting to see it all, you know, <clears throat> with these new platforms. It's like, oh, great. I just watched your whole season. Well, that's impressive. Right. And there there were just some really nice things to discover because there are so many shows on these various platforms. Like I said, what is going to grab your attention and what is going to make you remember to put this on your Google calendar to watch every week, you know? So, <clears throat> kudos to all of them. It's a very exciting time. <laughs>
0: Well, and you know, I uh, Bronx S I U is a is a one hour show, you know, and it's funny because after watching these ten minute episodes, I said to Dennis, you know, this is perfect for my my attention span. <laughs> like for me, who has a little bit of ADD, you know, I thought, wow, this is I, I would be fine if if all shows were like fifteen minutes, you know, with no commercials.
2: Well, that's because what I want to talk to Sean about. A sitcom
0: about. is what twenty two minutes basically with without the commercials. Anyway, right. so not that long, but, um, but yeah, we can talk, I'm looking forward to talking to him because again, he is a true veteran and has been in the business since, uh, I, I believe like teenage years, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, to that point, I also want to give a shout out to a, this new genre that's happening right now with zoom series. It's called quarantine on YouTube. And, um, it's, it's starring Alicia Minshew and Newman Thomas management clients. Jennifer Bassey and George Bamford. And I'm fortunate enough to get to also be uh, joining the cast shortly in a, in a great role. But this is another one of these things that's happening where we are shooting, you know, from home on zoom and everyone go to YouTube and you can check it out. It's called quarantine the series and it's kind of following the behind the scenes of a, a similar to studio city to a daytime show called Chino Hill's um, that has been shut down due to the pandemic, so the quote actors from the show are now quarantined at home, and they 're communicating together via um via zoom, which is you know fascinating the whole thing the whole thing 's fascinating, but you know the great thing is we just we just had to learn to roll with it and make the changes and keep it moving
2: yeah <clears throat> isn 't it funny how Jasper before the coronavirus hit hard here in Los Angeles, we were, you know, some of us were still on the fence about our um, are, are commercials going to go the self tape route, you mm-hmm. know, and one or two trickled in. It was like, Oh, wow. These producers are, are starting to adhere to that. And now today that's exclusively the way it's just amazing how, it just all turned around, you know, I think you right. Like
0: we already, we already saw it happening pre pandemic, you know, it's like you said to your point. And then this kind of took, we kind of didn't know would it ever go fully that way, you know, and now we're thinking we can't imagine how it would go back the other way.
2: Exactly. So it's, <clears throat> it's really a phenomenon what we are going through on a daily basis collectively you know, and um, <clears throat> I mean, think about think about like the commercial,
0: you know, casting offices, like the one on 200 La Brea, the one, uh, you know, all of the 35 La Brea. Yeah.
2: Alison yeah. Hart. I mean,
0: how, you know, talk about being crammed in there together. How would you ever social distance and something like that? And then we all would have our mask on and I guess we'd have to hold our breath while we're. <laughs>
2: Can we I go mean, in front yeah. of the
0: camera? I mean, the logistics of it is so bizarre.
2: Well, right. Either the, like Allison Horn casting, for example, you'd be you'd oh. see a line, you'd see a line outside. Oh, you know, every uh-uh. six feet, like you're going into Trader Joe's with everybody wearing their mask, and that's going to be a conundrum for male and female actors alike because nobody wants their hair messed up from some d- damn strap from a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so well, you
0: be- know, in that particular office, anyway, you have that long bench that you all have to sit on. And then there's yes. that one or two bathrooms. You know, you and I are already scarred from bathroom, public bathroom experiences. We, just truth be told, Ralph Co Jr. and I, we bonded on many things in the beginning. But um, all I can just tell you briefly, the first time I ever went to lunch with Ralph or dinner, we went to a restaurant called the French Market in West Hollywood. And I didn't know Ralph that well. Now, remember, so we go into the restaurant. and You know how the host says, um, I'll take you to your table. So we go to the first table and we start to sit down and I, Ralph said something to the hostess. And so then we I'm following them now. We go to a, a second table across the room and. We start to sit down and mm, we don't sit down because now we're up again. And we moved like four times before we finally were all the way across to the other side of the restaurant. And we sat down and I'm looking at Ralph like, bitch, what is wrong with you? And Ralph's like, yeah, no, I don't sit near bathrooms. I don't sit near restrooms. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, because I'm already, I was a germaphobe, but I wasn't. I hadn't really thought about that yet, and so then I was like, from that point on, I was like, no, I don't either, because you used to say you could, you could smell the urine cakes.
2: (laughs) 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 You remember that? You were like, you were like, I I can smell the air freshener. Why did we? Why did we have to move? And I, because when we were first seated, there was that long hallway that takes you down to the restrooms uh-huh. and it was wafting down the hall. And it was like, I cannot <laughs> smell that while we are eating. Hashtag yeah, oh, urine cakes for today's okay. show. <laughs> 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 oh, that is hilarious. Oh my goodness!
0: Well, as, I, that's as, what I
2: loved. I thought, I
0: thought, you know what? I love this guy already because he's not even. It's like when you, you know, you go on that first date and you try to like not show your real self, and it's like Ralph's like, mm, you No, know what? I'm just gonna
2: have to tell him I don't sit in your bathrooms. Period. And, well, and it's called communication, and it's the reason why we're together eleven years later. Because right. you learn to deal with the people up. You know why fake it? It's like. I wanted to have a good time with you and not if I'm holding, you know, all I'd be thinking about is hashtag urinal cake. Yeah.
0: yeah not not when you're breathing through your mouth and you have complete dry mouth and you can't, <laughs> and you're just asking for water and more water. And I'm like, this bitch is oh dehydrated. God. What is going on? <laughs> I mean, what
2: is the, uh, do you have a salt intake or what? Are you
0: doing, are you doing drugs? What's happening? Oh, why the dry, why the dry right? mouth?
2: But and Ralph, you- we
0: have to, I have to say, what are you wearing today? Because people always want to know, you know, if you don't know, everyone follow Ralph at Ralph Cole Jr. And orange is Ralph's color. So everyone wants to always know, does Ralph have an orange mask? Is he wearing orange opera gloves? What, what's the deal?
2: Well, you know, actually, right this second, I do have on my Nike orange uh, T-shirt with uh, black and white leggings, but I do have an orange mask that it's an acrylic mask that I was able to purchase online. I haven't had any homemade masks yet because there's just such Mm -hmm. a plethora of creativity (laughs) in these Uh masks. But, you know, because the only place I go out is to the grocery store, mm-hmm. I really, I just really adhere to that white mask that I have or that blue hospital mask, you know. And I, but I wear a a hat at a jaunty angle. Oh, a jaunty
0: angle. Okay. At a
2: jaunty, yeah. And um, that's a, a more enhanced angle. And uh, that helps um, complement the mask that I happen to be wearing.
0: Yeah. Well, listen. I just think everyone. I'm going to have to look up jaunty today because you're throwing out big <laughs> <eight> words. <laughs> so, so that, that is the word of the day for people. Jaunty. John J a u n t, t. J-A- yeah,
2: y. Yes. Yes. Jaunty. We are too funny. The, I am doing it too. I want to see what comes up. Jaunty definition. jaunty having or expressing a lively cheerful and self-confident manner
0: well there There you have it that is ralph cole jr
2: thank you there was no mistaking that jaunty walk okay (laughs) uh yeah listen synonyms cheerful cheery happy merry jolly Joyful, <laughs> joyful. Glad. Yeah. So I'm all those things. Thank you, planet Eartha for recognizing that. So yeah, have at a jaunty angle, mask to cover your nose and mouth and let us be the responsible ones that flatten the curve, girl. Right. And I can't be the only one out there. Now, tell
0: me if you've done this and I, I actually have thought this and I'm doing it. So I ordered, it took like six weeks to get here, some really nice black masks that are sort of fashionable looking. And so they finally came in because meanwhile I've been wearing like the white, you know, surgical mask and every few days I wash it. So I was thinking about when I have to make my first trip, I have to come into LA in a few weeks or something. I was like, oh, I can wear (laughs) I can wear my new black mask. So now now I'm starting to think about wearing the mask as like part of the fashion like it's going to go with what I'm wearing, you know. Oh, like I'll, listen! I'll, I'll save the new. I'll save the new mask for when I, you know, go into LA, and
2: then listen, the old white the, mask
0: can just be everyday wear.
2: This is the image I have just conjured up for Planet Eartha. <clears throat> now, we already have the visual of you walking naked through Palm Springs, okay? <laughs> so now, what we're going to have is Zorro, and you are going to have your hair down. With one of your sleeveless black tight t-shirts um, uh-huh. showing your biceps with uh-huh. that mask and the hair. It's going to be fierce. You're going to just look like this hot Zorro. Driving and what about yourself. a
0: cape? How about a cape?
2: Get a fucking cape. God damn it and have that cape on and twirl out of your car twirl hashtag twirl um so you know that is going to be a fierce (laughs) little okay you
0: you just set me up for the perfect boomerang you know usually ralph does the boomerang but speaking of twirl so to, that just got released today, I did an interview with the wonderful Adam Rothenberg. He does the column, oh, Call great. Me
2: Call me Adam. Yeah,
0: Yeah, but he also has a podcast called Bearing It All on the Broadway World Podcast Network. And we sat down, and he interviewed me, and then we flipped the mic, and I interviewed him for – that's going to air on one of our episodes. But part of his show is he asked his guests to – Bear something or say something. Tell their fans pe- something that maybe I've never shared before. And so, <laughs> so you will have to go listen to the interview. I posted it on Facebook and Twitter, and um, it's going to be on Instagram. Or you can just go to Broadway World Podcast, and it's it's called Bearing It All. And you'll see what Hollywood's bad guy has bared as his uh, his new truth that came out. Yes.
2: Oh. Uh- Okay, it has something idea.
0: to do with the word twirl yes
2: so, oh my goodness i have got to go wait where is it um,
0: where can we find under, it it's under broadcast i'm sorry broadway world podcast or if you just google um call me adam bearing at all and it should be it should come up under that episode okay but yes but listen guys i it's we're at that point, Ralph. It's time to bring on our very yes. distinguished guest today. We mentioned him in the opening. He is an award winning actor, he's a writer, he's a producer. We can't say enough great t- uh, things about his new series, uh, Studio City. So without further ado, please welcome Mr. Sean Kanan. Hey, hey, Sean, guys, how, are, how you? are you? We're going to give you real so applause. Much, thank you. <laughs> there you have it there we go welcome buddy how
1: are you i'm doing really well yeah you know just uh riding this thing out like probably most people are you know trying to stay safe and healthy and productive everything good on your end
0: yes yes you know um i didn't mention i was waiting till you came on first of all say hi to my co-host ralph cole jr hey
2: ralph how are you Sean, I am terrific. Thank you for being on our show. Oh, my, um, I have pleasure. a lot I want to say. Yes, thank you. I have a lot I want to say to you. I am wholly impressed with what you have done with Studio City. It is really oh, fierce. thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I much. wanted to. I <clears throat> wanted
2: to let everyone know that
0: Sean and I. Sean is also a Palm Springs uh resident, and so we, w- once this whole thing is over, we're going to officially become neighborly. And absolutely. And- Meet each other. So um, I said in the opening that I kind of felt blessed to to be out here during this time, you know, in a smaller community with not a lot of people, and and kind of been in this sort of bubble. I don't know if you felt that way as well.
1: Well, you know, um, my wife Michelle and I initially started this whole adventure in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. and you know, in the beginning, we didn't really know what was going to happen. I mean, I think. You know, people were thinking everything from the extreme of, is there going to be massive social unrest? Is there going to be such a shortage of food that it's really going to be difficult? Um, and we decided to, uh, to get out of Dodge and come down to Palm Springs. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's been, you know, I almost feel guilty because I have, I have so much compassion for people that have, you know, sick people in their families or have mm-hmm. lost people or are incredible first responders and the people on the front lines. You know, uh, Michelle and I have been really comfortable and just riding this out together. Uh, and But it's definitely been better here in Palm Springs than I think had we stayed in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, and you know, Ralph, Ralph is born and raised in L.A., and he's sort of sequestered in Windsor Hills. But I'm like you. It's like I've been in this bubble, and then I'll talk to Ralph or I'll talk to friends in L.A. or New York or whatever. And, yeah. you know, I, I suddenly realized, oh, I mean, I might complain about like, you know, three bicyclists that pass me in little Tuscany without a mask. And and then I'm, (laughs) right. And then I'm realizing there's all these hundreds of people uh, on the beaches and and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then, so it's just been two different um, experiences, but I wanted to let everyone know they, they can also follow you on Social media—it's pretty much everything's at Sean Canaan, and then Instagram is yeah. Sean dot, and it's S E A N K A N A N. Everyone, just yeah. FYI. Yeah, you, no, it's just
1: know, at Sean Cannon on Instagram and on Twitter.
0: Yeah, that makes it easy. <laughs> makes it yeah, easy for people exactly. to to find you. But um, listen, I easy, have it to. It makes
1: it easy for me because I'm I'm no tech genius.
0: Oh my God, you're talking to—that's what I was saying at the beginning. I I don't have my producer. 'Cause I usually do this in studio and so I've been right. sort of running I'm running the board into the ground. And uh Oh my god. La- last week we had Tamara Braun on and she we had all these people trying to call in and the board crashed and that was
1: just Oh, she's it, terrific. It was, Love Tamara. It,
0: oh yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. But it was just a, it was just a crazy uh show. But then Ralph and I mentioned in the beginning that we also realized you also had a show at UBN radio at Sunset Hour. While we were there, right? Canaan rules, yes. Oh, our paths crazy. never cross.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's, we that's were so there. You know, it,
1: yeah, go it, ahead. It
2: seems like
1: it seems like you it seems like you and I have kind of uh, had had you know the sliding doors concept, where we just sort of <laughs> missed each other in a lot of different places. But we'll we'll remedy that as soon as this is over.
0: We will, we will. But I remember. Um, actually watching because we were on we were on camera at the time, also, um your shows, and uh you're a great host. I mean,
1: first of epic. all, your career
0: has just been epic. i mean, you you started very young, obviously because you've got this credits through the roof. but um, I think probably a lot of people maybe first got to see you in karate Kid three. Would you say that was one of your biggest first parts? yeah,
1: that was that was that was definitely my my big break uh that that got me you know kind of put me on the map um well, you know when you when you join uh you know pre-existing uh franchise uh, you know, pre-existing basically franchise, like, like yeah you know the third installment of a successful franchise uh that already has such a built-in fan base it's a lot like joining not a lot like but it's 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 akin to joining a soap opera mm. you know when i came on uh, general hospital in 1992 you know, there have been decades of, of daytime fans, and that's one of the amazing things about being on a soap opera is within a couple of weeks, you know, literally millions of people know who you are. It's, it's almost a mm-hmm. little disconcerting, yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sure. And did you create, uh, AJ, that character? Because I, I, I couldn't remember. No, or,
1: I did Or I you didn't replaced them? Yeah. Or, there were several other actors from the time that AJ was, uh, young, uh, but prior to me, uh, was Gerald Hopkins and, uh, okay, I replaced yeah, Gerald, and, and then I left and, and, uh, Billy Warlock replaced me, and then I came back again in, uh, wow. 2015 for the 50th anniversary. Yeah, it's it's a little crazy, uh, soap well, operas.
0: Well, so well, that's, that's kind what of. Jasper, that, I was just going to say, Rob, they're, they're incestuous in, in a great way, in the fact that you can leave GH and then did you go to
1: Y&R or to Bold and Beautiful? I no, I went to I went to Bold and Beautiful, and that that was the character that I originated, Deacon Sharp, which I played both on Bold and the Beautiful and on The Young and the Restless. Got um, it. But no, yeah,
2: but you know, it's like you're the, the soup thing- Nazi, Sean, of <laughs> <laughs> <on, laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the soap opera world. Now.
1: Right. You know, I mean, once you, once you achieve some success in daytime, um, it it does certainly make it easier for you to go to another show, especially if it's the same network, but um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because they know you're going to bring an audience and and they also know that, you know, how the shows work, you're able to um, handle the, the voluminous amount of dialogue that you have to learn in a soap opera. And, you know, I, I don't know how a lot of these young kids that are coming on the soaps now i mean it it almost you could be a really talented actor but if you don't have the facility for learning Mm -hmm. you know 20 25 sometimes 30 pages of dialogue it's gonna it's gonna be a a short-lived tenure for you on on the
0: soaps right no and what i'm really glad finally i mean there there was i never felt there was a stigma ever but many years ago there was always that like daytime versus nighttime versus film all that shit's gone now and what's really happened is people realize what i don't even like it when they used to say daytime is a great training ground it's like no it's a great job period exactly it's a great,
1: exactly i mean, job, i don't mean to, i don't mean to contradict you but you know unfortunately there is still a tremendous stigma it really is Difficult a lot of times to get in on nighttime projects. They just don't want to see someone who has been on daytime extensively. And, you know, that's one of the frustration has been one of my biggest motivating factors mm-hmm. for me doing other things. You know, I've, I've done 15, 16 films and, you know, Studio City and I've done other, you know, and it's just because I i, I don't like being um, at, the, you know, at the beck and call of someone else. Who waiting for the phone to ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So you got to get out, get out there and try and create some stuff yourself. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say quickly, you know, people ask me what advice I would give a young actor. And, you know, in a lot of ways, this is the, the best time to be uh, a young actor because, you know, you can create your own content.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. you can have
1: your own content on YouTube, go out, shoot a, shoot a scene with a buddy in your acting class, go out and, you know, produce something. If you want to be a director on your iPhone and edit it and get it out there with a link and then promote it on social, you know, none of that was available when I started out. So there's, there's, there's no use for not, I mean, I mean, there's no excuse for not doing something.
0: Right. That's what we talk about all the time when I I I talk to young actors too and that's the thing. On one hand, I'm all, we talked last week to Tamara about the fact that we we're always amazed that a lot of actors don't start in theater anymore and they just come like right off right. into sort. But but the flip side and the beauty of that is, you know, they have this ability like you said to uh put up their own content <laughs> and I, I, we were talking earlier about the whole digital world. I I produced a show called Bronx SIU um, for right. Amazon also and we're I, I was telling Ralph I, I feel so blessed to be because the digital world now the digital series between the bay and us and your new show and all these other it's a family also it's it's sort of like daytime yeah. again but in a yeah Gregory
1: Gregory Martin who uh, uh, was the creator of the bay uh, he yeah. and I produced a film together years ago when I was actually on the bay for about two minutes and yeah it's it, it, it is incestuous indeed and i think it's great because literally you know we we are more or less on the ground floor of, of a new you know mm-hmm. a, a new uh branch of the entertainment tree
2: Absolutely. and, and you know
1: I, I i think gone are the days when people want to you know all the family all meets uh, at eight o'clock on thursday night on the couch to watch a show that's on once a week you know people want to watch what they want to watch when they want to watch it, and on what device they want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And what the great provides the viewers with that absolute freedom to do that. And and also, generally speaking, the episodes are put out in bulk so you can binge watch
2: it. Okay. Yeah, so now, to, to that point,
1: Sean,
2: I just – to that point, and I think you've just answered it, it doesn't matter to you that we as a consumer binge watch your show as long as we watch it and enjoy it and pass it on. Is, would that well, be a fair assessment?
1: It, 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 it's actually better for me because, you know, you know, for instance, analytics with, uh, with Amazon or frankly, any of the other streaming networks are concerned with, you know, minutes of, of viewership. And if somebody is going to take the time to watch all six episodes of the first season of uh, uh Studio City then they're they're committing right then and there to you know I don't know sixty seventy eighty 70 80 minutes of viewership so that's great because we're trying well, to build then our audience Well
2: you are welcome Sean Well thank you <laughs> yeah. I appreciate
1: it guys Now if well, you he watched a- it on had you watched it on two separate devices, I would have been really appreciative.
2: Okay, well, you know, I'll just watch the shit again on my laptop. Okay, yeah. How about that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> it see. out, John. Okay, i I got my phone. I got me laptop. I got my <laughs> you're game. All running player. at the same
1: time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all at the same Thank time, you.
2: it's like, oh, look, there he is now.
0: <clears throat> but I want. I want to talk about. Here's the thing that's so impressive. Um, the fact that you created it and you're, you you co write it, you produce it. But on top of that, you're in almost every scene. I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to blow, to blow smoke up anyone's ass, but honestly, buddy, you guys really knocked it out of the park with this one. I mean, I watched all all six episodes today and I, I know I love Patrika and Carolyn and I know their work and I feel like everybody was elevated in this production i mean well i think first of this, all the this, fact that you that you're playing this character that's flipping the whole ageism issue it's always usually on women first of all you know right, right. and then the fact that tell us about how how this all happened for you and how you created the character and, I, and obviously i'm sure people say is this loosely you know autobiographical right
1: well Firstly, thank you for for all the compliments. But I, ha- I have to tell you, this was absolutely uh, a team effort. I was so fortunate to, uh, you know, assemble a great group of actors. Uh, you know, my wife is one of the writers. She's a terrific writer. Uh, our director and my producing partner, Tim Woodward Jr., uh, really. You know, they all helped me elevate it. So this is a project that I've been working on for over a decade. I mean, I've really been trying to get this made in different incarnations. I mean, before digital even existed. And, you know, the right series of circumstances happened. I I had done two films with Timothy Woodward Jr. Uh, I did Gangsterland, which was a film with Jason Patrick and Jamie Lynn Sigler. And then I did uh, uh, Beyond the Law with uh, Steven Seagal and DMX. And Tim and I were talking, and I said, what would you think about doing a digital series? And he said, that's interesting, because I, I don't work in television. I work in film. And he said, let me, let me see what you got, and if I like it, we'll do it. And, you know, I sent him over uh, the pilot at the time, and uh, he, he responded to it, and within probably eight or nine weeks, we were in production. Wow. And uh, it, was, it was incredible. And, you know, we shot all six episodes were shot in only five days,
2: which, oh, yeah, wow. if anyone
1: understands production, you know, that's, that, that, <sighs> it's ridiculous, and I, I think one of the reasons that, that it came out so well is that, you know, Tim brought his uh, his cinematographer, Pablo Diaz, who does all mm. Tim's films, and it really, it gave it more of a cinematic, gritty look, yes, opposed totally. to sort of the the. the, the Slick digital look that we see in a lot of things. And, right. you know, we, we also created a very – we wanted to create a very different sensibility for the times when we're in the soap opera on the show and then the times mm-hmm. that we're in the real world. And, you know, a lot of that, I think, was created with sound design and music. And, yeah, you know, I mean, we're really happy with how well, it's being I, received. I think,
0: you know, back to the one reason you are able to pull off this shooting schedule is you – you were fortunate to get these amazing actors. A lot of them from daytime, who right. who can shoot fast and can get the dialogue. I mean, Tristan yeah. Rogers and the God Sarah Joy Brown, who's brilliant yeah. in everything she does. But I mean, I have to tell you, every every I believe as a producer myself, you know, you want every right. part to be great, down to the smallest role. You know, sometimes if you're watching Absolutely. something. In, that one line character if it's not well it kind of throws everything off but the yeah. casting yeah. i think Michelle probably did that as well um she did she, got,
1: she was nominated she's nominated for uh, an independent series award for Casting, writing, and producing. My wife is oh, a, a triple threat. Congratulations! So I, always, always, I always, joke that how did I get the job? I slept with the producer.
2: I love. <laughs> I like. Well, Sean, I want to start off by saying, well, you you're the white version of Tyler Perry. So right. congratulations.
1: <laughs> so congratulations. Was it my bank account reflected that? I was right, okay. say, <laughs> you know.
2: And yeah. then because we have a joke on our show about boomerang, I'm happy to note that you and I both did a guest starring role on the Acme Hollywood dream role. So, yeah. I, you know, we share that. And then yeah. two, about studio city. Um, <clears throat> yes. I know we are just full of compliments for you. One thing that it, this is to your point which you said earlier about not waiting by the phone and wanting to make things happen. Right. You laugh at yourself in Studio City.
0: And oh, I right. think
2: mm-hmm. and it is so comfortable watching you do that. I mean you you have a line with uh, Brian saying um, you know, hey, I I learned 40 pages of dialogue, <laughs> you, know, right, right. <laughs> you know. And you know, and all of that because you you totally see it from both worlds. Secondly, yeah. Michelle and you and along with Lauren and Jason <clears throat> the what I love about this this enclave of six episodes is that each episode is a short episode but you pack you mm-hmm. give each character a time yeah. to totally just shine and it is so and it doesn't make the episode seem I mean it's a ama- in fact it's amazing how much patience do you get in this short amount of time? You know, that's, that's, right. that's, the, that's, the, that's
1: the challenge of doing these short-form episodes, especially when it's a new show, because you're trying to introduce the audience to characters that you want to be multidimensional characters that they're going to connect with in a very short amount of time. And then, you know, we were also very, we made a very concerted effort to introduce some some socially relevant uh topics you know we deal with uh suicide and ageism and me too and um what else transgender uh, sickness we have a tremendous transgender uh storyline uh you know our our terrific actor scott turner Schofield. uh, he, been, was, uh he was he tr- was amazing he's, he's phenomenal um, pre-nominated for uh for an Emmy and, and nominated for a, a independent series work. So, you know, everybody came and brought their, their a game and it just all sort of fell, you know, it, it fell in place. It, my hope is that we can, we can expand uh, the format for the second yeah. season and, and mm-hmm. go to, you know, more of a, a 22 minute, 30 minute uh, mm-hmm. uh, format uh, because I, I really think there's a lot of story here to tell.
2: Oh, absolutely. I do too.
1: I mean, I
0: was, I, what I, to Ralph's point, too, is like, I said to Dennis afterwards, I said, got it. I didn't realize how my attention span must be really bad because I felt like I was watching right. 30 minutes in the best way. Like, you know, it was just oh. perfect in terms of length. But I have to say, you all have your moments. One of my favorite lines is when your character, when Sam keeps saying, I was the runner up. For soap operas, say, yeah. favorite or whatever. I mean, it's like every time I <laughs> yeah. laughed out loud because he—that's the one thing he keeps. It's like you weren't the winner; you're the fucking runner-up. But <laughs> no, no. He's, um, he's, he's, but
1: two years, but two years in a row. Two years in a row. And that's why.
2: <laughs> the, and that's why it's the second most watched soap opera. The second you know? most watched
1: show. Not <laughs> the first. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think well, that's the, I the think, thing. Yeah. I I think that you know when you worked in daytime. Uh, especially when you're a guy it's almost like you unwittingly become a part of of an unspoken fraternity and and Mm -hmm. you know every every guy that you'll talk to uh that's, that's worked on a soap opera sort of understands the slings and arrows that you endure from you know other people in the business and and even fans and and while the fans are supportive you know Sometimes you get people who come up to you and you go, I don't watch you. I mean, it's just incredible stuff that people will say. And so I wanted to bring a lot of that sort of, you know, self, um, self-mockery for a sure. lot yeah. of people. Yes. Yeah.
0: No, I, I mean, I the thing is, is – you. think it's you, important. Go
1: ahead. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, you know, I think – as as in life, I think it's real important that you laugh at yourself. And oh God, and you God. know any any of my any of my friends will tell you that I I I am self-deprecating because otherwise they'd probably find me intolerable. So <laughs> oh uh, I, wanted, you
0: know,
1: I wanted I wanted Sam to be a lot like that. You know, Sam really is very 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 close to who I am as a person. I mean, there's some uh-huh. things he deals with on the show that I haven't dealt with spot on, but but you know, through satellite experience I have. And I just figured, you know, look, this is my baby. And if it's going to sink or it's going to sail, I'm going to be the truest version of who I am in this role and and really kind of let people in. And, And my hope is that I can continue to sort of peel back some layers as the show continues and, you know, show some vulnerability and truth that people are going to relate to and say, yeah, this guy's on a soap opera and he's a soap star. And that's a really atypical job, but he also goes through a lot of the same shit that I go through working at Starbucks. You know what I mean? Right. Right.
2: And that's why that scene is so poignant when Scott is talking and you're standing in the background in the doorway the whole time, because, you know, that Sam character n- maybe necessarily wouldn't do that. He might be a little more impatient to do that. You know, when Scott says, do you want, let's go have some lunch. And then you're at the meeting, you know, right. and, you know, so <clears throat> it, it's a, it's a good observation. It, the, it's subtle things, but you know, how nice. You know, this- I,
1: I think that, you know, this, the character of Sam is a guy that's living lived his whole life in kind of B minus fame. And so he's kind of lived in, in this bubble. And, mm. I, you know, I think sometimes he's not overly self-aware, but I don't think that takes away from the fact that he's a good guy.
2: He just mm-hmm. needs, right. oh, yeah. needs
1: to get out of his own way. You know, he's not an asshole. I mean, he sometimes does stuff that might seem a little douchey, but he's not doing it out of malice. He's doing it because he's, he's a guy that's on a journey that, to becoming self-aware. I, I have kind of a, a very specific destination that I see Sam arriving at uh, at the end of the series. Hopefully, that'll be a very, very long time. Right. But by the time he, he arrives there, he's a very different guy. And what's important to him is very different. And he's become a, a, a much more actualized, um, kind of in-tune cat.
0: Well, this well, must have been so freeing as an actor, right, because it sounds like you okay. can hear the passion in your your voice and not to say that you're yeah. not not committed when you're on the soaps and stuff, but I can tell right. like you're just getting to fly and soar you know in the yeah mean, you
1: know I, i'm I'm in the middle of the scene, and I'm there with Carolyn and you know if something's <laughs> not if it's not working in the rehearsal, I mean you know she's good enough that if I throw her another line, she changes it on the fly and I can change mm-hmm. my dialogue. And so, you know, really uh, a lot of the writing that I was involved with manifested while we were actually shooting and just mm-hmm. having that freedom that you don't, you don't have when you're working for someone else to change the lines. And again, it's sink or swim. I mean, you know, I might come up with a line that I think is really great. And if, if it works, that's great. and If it doesn't, that's on me but at least I have the ability to do that.
2: Well, right. that's so great. You know what's funny, Sean, because last week Tamara was telling us how A Martinez would used to say bullshit, bullshit, bullshit during a scene so right, people, right. we all said that it's bullshit, bullshit my line. So you could get yeah. another take. Yeah, and so when you did it, I laughed at that. You know, and with, and because I know Carolyn and we love each other so much just watch Listen, um Sam, could you just say what's written, please? Thank you. Exactly. That was probably
1: probably Carolyn
2: saying that
1: as the character, like, Sean, can you just shut up and say the line that I learned so I don't have to come up on the fly? She's so damn good. You know, I I wrote that part for Carolyn as as I wrote the part for Tristan, as I wrote the part for Sarah Joy Brown, and I wrote the part for Scott and also uh, uh, for Patrika. I mean, there was no one else. That there, there was no one else that you know we considered. I mean, it was like that, well, he, well. Here, so here's the
0: therapy. thing. Here's the thing. I love is everybody has their moments in this. Like, I mean, of course, Scott has yeah. that amazing monologue, the the therapy scene that right. Right. I was in tears watching. And I have to be honest He's with you because I I I forgot. Like, I did know of him, and then I forgot. So, I, I yeah. I'm googling him as I'm watching. It because I'm thinking is this a real trans, you know what I mean? I was trying to get, yeah. and then once I looked him up, I was like, oh shit, I know who he is. And then Patrika's yeah. revelation monologue at the end of the episodes. Um, yeah. I mean, most people know Patrika from doing so much comedy, comedy. and, and right. even in her soap work, you know, she's always sort of the comic relief Well, she really brings right. it in that, that last uh, Yeah that scene with you. I mean, that was really, yeah, I mean, God, it's a, that was it's, powerful. It's,
1: it's, it's heartbreaking. I mean, all I had to do was shut up and listen. You know what I mean?
0: Right. I right. Which I sometimes is the hardest thing to do for some actors, you know, because yeah. they don't want to just listen. Yeah. And then Tristan has his great moment. Um, I don't, I'm not giving anything away, but you know, Tristan's character has a great storyline. And then Sarah Joy, I mean, the girl, the, the young girl playing your daughter. I mean, you it's found, lie these amazing. That, you're, you're, you
1: know, it, <laughs> okay, spoiler alert. But, um, you know, I'll tell you something interesting, though. Uh, uh, Juliet Vega, who uh, plays that role, is my actual stepdaughter. Oh, <gasps> oh, yeah. that's Michelle's she, she, daughter? or She's Michelle's daughter. And, uh, oh, you know, Juliet, my. Juliet has been, she's been working at her acting career. And, you know, I said to her, listen, I love you, but, you know, this is my baby, and I will not put you in this if you aren't able to do the job. I just, I can't do it. And to Julie's credit, she worked really oh hard, and, you know, She was phenomenal. The, I brought her to the studio, and uh, I brought her to the studio, and uh, she sat down, and she, she read for Tim Woodward Jr., and, uh, you know, she killed it. And, you know, there's things she doesn't really know yet as a young actress, like, you know, can't camera work, stuff like that that comes with experience. Mm-hmm. But sure. she has that raw emotionalism, and I was like, "You got the job," and she not she's oh, she
0: another wow. out of the park. Yeah, I mean it's wow. a it's yeah. a huge it's a huge part, and she reminds me of a a young Michelle Rodriguez, um, the oh, actress. Oh wow,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. But no, that's fantastic. I mean, listen, I, I as I always say, nepotism is great, especially when it, it when it when it's <laughs> when earned it and it, when, when it works.
2: When, it, when it's earned, yeah, yeah. Well, well you know, it, Sean. Yeah. You know what I thought was interesting, and tell me if I missed something. I love the scene where you come into the bar, and your father, your the father Tristan and Sarah have had an interaction, so we know that they are father and daughter. And then when right. you walk into the bar, you pass right by him, but he looks at you and then does a and then he looks at you to he yeah. turns to his right, then he turns to his left as you're walking over to Juliet. And yeah. it wasn't until after you exited when Lori comes over to her and says, my brother can be like, that. and I said, Oh shit, yeah. your brother and sister. Yeah. Oh, that means she yeah. was the father, but they didn't even acknowledge each other, you know? And I thought, okay, so yeah. I picked that up correctly. All that. that. then, you know, and then yeah.
1: yeah. But you know, Tristan's a dear friend of mine and, uh, uh, he just, he wasn't Robert Scorpio. Do you know what I mean?
2: He right. played
1: a really different character, and he's getting tremendous recognition for it. I mean, he, he also was uh, pre-nominated for the uh, Emmys. We, I guess we find out in a week or so who, who yes. actually gets nominated. He was uh, nominated for an independent series award because, you know, he's, been, he's, he's basically played one character or two characters, a character on Young and the Restless, for a really long time and people know those characters and he's great in the in them but it's you know that's what he plays and i think people saw a vulnerability in him mm-hmm. that yeah. it, it was it it gave me such a, immense pride to be able to have my friend shine in this role and i just i i couldn't be happier if for all of them you know it's like it's i guess it's like it's a little bit like being a parent you know right, right? I'm so right proud of my kids.
0: yeah <laughs> Well, in this yeah. case, it is a family affair. I mean, you've got yeah. the stepdaughter, you've got your wife, and then Michelle. these yeah. and other actors that have felt like family to you. So, and yeah. you know, for yeah. me, I don't know about you, but as I get older in this business, and Ralph feels the same way, I just don't. I don't have time for the bullshit of working with yeah. people I don't want to spend twelve, ten to twelve hours a day on a set with. You know,
1: absolutely. You,
0: you just don't have the time yeah. for it anymore. Um, and no, absolutely, you know, and
1: and they're all they're all terrific to work with and they're all consummate professionals. And, you know, they really, they, they elevate, you know, they they take the writing that's in front of them and then they put their spin on it, which elevates it to an even higher place. And that's, that's the biggest hope that you can have as a writer is that your actors are going to elevate the work for you.
2: Oh God, absolutely. I wanted to ask you, Sean, for example, um, in Scott's monologue, did he have any input into the writing?
1: You know, Scott actually had a lot of input and I'm gonna I'm gonna be really uh, uh, honest about this, that, that a lot of Scott's dialogue in that scene was taken from the book that he wrote.
2: Okay. And you know, okay. I just
1: I we couldn't have written it better. I mean and, and that, yeah, sure. that, you know, Scott was, Scott was so good in that because he was speaking about himself. I mean he was right. he wasn't speaking about a character, he was telling his visceral truth on a cellular level and, right. and that's why it was so connective and i mean you know of course i just sat back there and didn't say a word well what am i going to say to add to that story? Right, you know right. you just know, to let let him go and fly you know that's, that's that's i think part of being a good actor is knowing when to shut up shut you know?
0: up right right well again i had once i looked up scott i then remembered that he had this groundbreaking role on the Bolden and beautiful is that where you met him yeah. on the bold and beautiful
1: you know something i actually met. Scott, my wife reminded me of this. I think I met Scott in Palm Springs at the Steve Chase Awards. Oh, yeah. I knew that of course. he'd been on Bold the Beautiful. I don't, I don't remember if I worked. I was working at the same time that his storyline was on. I can't right. remember if we actually worked the same shows. I think we did. I think right. we did. But, but I don't know. But, you know, I just, he's, he's one of the most fearless human beings that I know. And, uh, you know, I, he's just—he's a, he's a terrific actor, aside from, you know, he's not just a trans actor, he's a great actor, and he's a phenomenal human being. You guys should have him on the show, he's a really interesting oh, actor. Oh, I absolutely want to have
0: him on the show. I mean, I, you just said the greatest thing. I don't even, I, I understand that for, it's important to say trans actor, but honestly, he's just a great actor, you know, I mean. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, I mean, you guys really. It's funny and. Well, for those of us just joining, we're here with the amazing Sean Canaan talking about his new Amazon Prime series, uh, Studio City, which you can now go and download and stream and binge and. uh, Do we Ralph and I cannot recommend it enough, and um, please do everybody do that. Now, what else? I you're always you've got I know right now of course we're quarantined but. when this is all lifted, um, aside from Studio City, are you going back to uh, any of the daytime work? Or are you are you scheduled to work? You know, on, I, uh... I, I don't
1: I don't know. I mean, uh, they know how to find me. No one, right. know, <laughs> no one's calling. So, I mean, again, right, right, right? You know, that's one of the reasons. One of the reasons it was like, screw it, I'm going to make my own show. You know, but uh, listen, I I absolutely love playing Deacon Sharp. I say it every time I'm asked. I would, uh, I would definitely go back if my schedule permits. Uh, to go back, I love the people uh, on the show. You know, the show has done so much for my life. It's in 110 countries. It opened up an entire other career for me in Italy. I wound up doing uh, the Italian version of Dancing with the Stars, and I did a film over in Italy. And it's, it's all as a result. And I speak Italian. I, I've been studying Italian now for probably I don't know 12 years, and it's all a function of how popular the show is in Italy. So you know, if they called and if there was any way that I could work it out scheduling wise, I'd be back in a heartbeat.
0: Well, that's true. You know, a lot of people don't, I, they don't understand, but "Bolder than the Beautiful" is one of the only soaps that really became an international hit. And Italy, you guys are like rock stars there. I mean, yeah, it's, that it's, show has just really, huge. yeah. And so, how long have you been um, kind of going back and forth to Italy? Has that been well, a long time? I, now?
1: I, 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 lived, I lived there for about a year. Okay. Uh, over the course of two years, I lived there for about a year. Um, my, Michelle and I were married there. We had our honeymoon in uh, Sicily. Um, you know, I, I, I can't count how many times I've gone there. Two, two of my very best friends in the world lived there, so I, I really considered a, a, a second home. And uh, I'm, I feel very connected. You know, I'm not Italian. You know, right. have such a connection with the Italian people, and uh, you know, my heart was broken when I saw what they were oh, going through. Uh, at the beginning yeah. of this. And uh, yeah. you know, I just saw something on Twitter today, which made me so happy that people are, you know, starting to get back out into the streets of Milan, mm-hmm. and and life is starting to slowly return to some semblance of the normalcy that it was before, because they're 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 wonderful people, Italian people.
0: Oh God, yeah. Well, ironically, I mean this is so bizarre, but I just got off the phone this morning with I was offered to to do a film in in Puglia. Puglia which is down oh, Puglia, on the Puglia, Puglia Puglia's way down in the south. Yeah, Beautiful. she told me it was like the the on the stiletto of the hill, you know, of Italy. Yes, it's yes, like right at the exactly bottom. Yeah, and yep. so I'm I I'm embarrassed to say I'm one of those Americans that has have not been to Italy. So um I will now no. get to well god willing you know next year what's happening yeah. i right, will get to go there to shoot this sh- to shoot this movie but um our hearts go out to them as well yeah they've really been
1: absolutely well I'll tell you know, you, if, you, if, you, if you if you decide you're going to do it let me know and I'll I'll give you a couple of Italian lessons so you can at least speak a little bit. Oh
0: more. please please do I'm going to need it for sure, sure. um yeah. well listen buddy I don't know where the time goes listen we could talk to you <laughs> for right two for 2 hours but I am looking forward to Staying connected here in uh, Palm Springs and c- you just, I can't say again, congratulations on Studio City. You guys have thank just done guys. an amazing job and uh, thank we you will
1: so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to meeting you and Ralph. Thank you for everything, guys.
2: You and, are uh, very well...
1: welcome, Sean. Do this again at some point.
2: Okay. Okay, okay
1: buddy. Say hi to right, up there. Bye say back. hi to Michelle and,
0: and to the stepdaughter. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Wow, that was the amazing Sean Kanan. Thank you, Ralph. That was an amazing, uh, great interview.
2: Another great... I mean, God, how can we... Every time we finish one, one... We can't say one is better than the other. All of them are equally fabulous. I mean, God, this has been so much fun, and everything is so interrelated between Bronx, SIU, the Bay, Studio City, Patrica, Carolyn, Petri- Carolyn. I mean, the list just goes on and on. So I am grateful for all of this. I think um, it's important, and you know, well, and I, I'm and-
0: saying, I'm saying, fingers crossed for the. Emmy nominations, like he mentioned, ISA, you know, Independent Spirit Awards, Bronx S.I.U. is also nominated. And we, we, you know, the, the ceremony was canceled in April and it's been postponed again. But I, no matter what happens and who gets nominated and who wins or who doesn't, just let's all keep putting out this quality work. It's just like the um, David Dean Betrayal series that you watched. Um, after Forever. After, after Forever. It's another amazing digital yeah. series.
2: Um, And we're going to have
0: them. They're coming on the show. Um, Mitchell Anderson will be our guest uh, the first – I believe it's the first Thursday in June. And so we will –
2: Mitchell is going to join us on June 4th.
0: June 4th, exactly. Yeah,
2: you know, the one thing that your show and the quarantine has allowed me to do is to binge watch these various shows. So for the first time in a while, I feel very – I mean, there's still – I mean – an endless amount to still watch, but I feel very in the know. I feel, I feel caught up and up to date with things and no, you can't see everything, but, but, but with what I have seen, I feel caught up and it's been real quality work.
0: Well, and, and, in just in closing, you know, this is back to the daytime Emmys. This was the first time when, um, None of us associated with daytime got to do any voting. It only was left up to the nighttime primetime Emmy voters. So it's exciting because there's this is the first time that the peers from daytime were not actually voting. It's mm-hmm. it's the not it's the prime time, um, and so I think the shows that have sort of like us in Studio City that have that very polished, slick, high quality look, um, I think will hopefully fare even better with primetime voters primetime mm-hmm. so we shall see but ralph thank you so much as always and give a big hug and a big kiss to rose from thank all you. of us and we will see you back here next thursday same place same time everyone be safe as places start to reopen across uh, the the planet just take your precautions Protect yourself. We love you. Peace out. We'll see you next week. Take bye care, bye everybody. Bye, planet Earth. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.